Welcome to another episode of Out of Focus, where my co-host is the biggest moron in the world. Hey, Shamim. How are you? Oh my god. Um, my, everything is hurting. Uh, I just, I mean, we do have to do these kind of things before we start recording, and I completely zoned out. I was like, not even doing anything. I was just looking down. You weren't on your phone. Or anything. <laughs> no, I was looking at the. Okay, so the setup where I'm at it has an RGB like cooling fan for the laptop, and it has like these like really cool lights. And I was just looking at it, staring, and I completely forgot that I had to do something. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Hey, don't bring religious into this, okay? I told you already. I'll do whatever I want. Um, okay, so just so the people understand what happens, uh, because we're not recording in the same room, we have to count things down, and then we do a synchronized sound that is not synchronized because there's a delay between us, but it gives me an edit point, so when I put this bitch of a podcast together, it sounds like we're talking, uh, at the normal pace. Um, so... To do that, like most people, do a clap. You count down, and then I clap, and then like two <laughs> seconds later, Shamim claps, but then I put the claps together. We both get the clap. Um, and so I go, three, two, one, and I clap, and he's just standing, staring there in the middle distance, not moving. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? So what happened was that you also, like, I don't know why, but I thought you were just like counting down to, to play the song. <laughs> so I was like, he usually doesn't do that, but whatever. Like that, that's cool. <laughs> My God, I'm so sorry. Um, it is true though, and that's also something some people may not realize is that I record the theme song into the track live. Like I don't do it in post. We we hear the theme song before and after every episode. Uh, so. But it would be silly if I'm like, all right, Shamim, I'm going to start the theme song now in, in three. three, two, <laughs> So, um, Like we're on TV. So I see a complete new background over there. Oh, yes. I have been uh, kicked out of my own living room <laughs> for my, uh, where my rig was. Um, uh, my esposa. Because I'm from Madrid. Don't, um, don't, don't, you, don't you do that ever again. Please. <laughs> now, now, what do you prefer? Do you prefer the dumb white guy or the, the Spaniard? That's a tough question. That's how much, yeah. I, that's how much I hate it. Like, <laughs> you you do know my reaction when you do the white guy speaking Spanish. <laughs> Yes. I I can say it's about equal with the Spaniard one. If you're not now, from Spain, again, same thing. If I'm thing. not from Spain. If I'm doing it as a bit. I, I have friends from Spain, and I yeah. love the way they speak. Even the, some artists, like I showed you a couple of artists that are from Spain, and one of your favorite yeah. Spanish artists is like from Spain. So, yeah. But, um, yeah. No, but not when I do no, Mi Esposa. <laughs> Don't do that. Um, 
you look seriously upset. Don't, don't do that. I'll, I'll punch you in the nuts next time I see you. Like, you already have, like, two punches in the nuts. I'm writing down. I'll just say. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, my wife bought a, uh, a new computer. Um, and we were talking about that when I'm working from home and like doing sessions and stuff, it's always so annoying because she can't see or hear anything that I'm saying, uh, or doing because of patient privacy laws. Mm -hmm. Right. So she has to, if she is somewhere that is within earshot and like not hiding out in the bedroom, she has to have noise canceling headphones on and you know, like all of this stuff. So. It's uh, it's a pain. So we just decided, um, and uh, so I was like, I'll move. Uh, but we didn't want me to move to the bedroom because I'm often uh, up late, uh, later than her. And when I'm up late, I'm playing video games with my friends. And so you're we yelling don't want the and cursing. And I'm yelling and screaming and Frieza. Um, so Jabba, stop uh, Frieza. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so the bedroom's a bad option. Uh, so I moved into the dining area of our apartment. That's where I am. Uh, which, which then, it, honestly, it provides a lot more privacy. We don't get in each other's way if we have to like be in Zoom call, which we're both in one right, right now. now yeah. She's in one in the other room, and I'm in one in here. Um, which is why you're going to hear, I, I should say this up front, I usually don't use a noise gate on my audio, so you might hear my audio in the beginning and ending of some of my sounds kind of cut in and out. It's because I'm using a noise gate to save you all of the background noise. So you're welcome. No one cares. Fuck you. Um, but I, but I'm here, and I like. Here's what I like about this, Shamim. Here's mm-hmm, what I like mm-hmm, about being mm-hmm. set up in here. Tell me my instruments, my instruments, and my audio software, and and every everything is just set up all the time. Everything but the iPad that you needed to start this podcast that you had to bring in. Yes, <laughs> yes, because it was in my backpack. Um, <laughs> I'm just messing with but, you. But I mean, it, it. I know it sounds stupid, but it only takes me maybe 10 minutes to set everything up to like do work from home. But having to do that every day was annoying and it's then putting exhausting. it all away. It's just it's just monotonous. So it feels so nice to just like my guitar is right there. Just grab it and start diddling those strings. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Those strings. It, it was it was too cheap of a joke, so I I didn't. You're not gonna give it to me? Oh my god! What's wrong with you today? No, I'm I'm yeah, I'm I'm not gonna give it to you. Maybe not now. I don't know. Maybe later. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> huh? Um, which brings me to uh, something that happened. I had a conversation with your wife on our Animal Crossing WhatsApp group. Uh. Lame, <laughs> which I don't even play, but I'm there just to drop. Wait, like I don't play. Really? It. I don't play it. Wait, I, my switch but is you're hacked. In the group. Why are you in the group? My switch is hacked. I cannot play with them. Right, but why are that, that's not the thing? I'm not upset. I don't play the game either, but I'm not in the WhatsApp group. Well, I do love to mess with people and sending random stickers every now and then to like make... You just, just... like being a dick in WhatsApp. Oh, absolutely. I made a sticker of almost every single one of the people in that group. And I can answer 
different things that they say with those stickers. It's like it's it's the perfect situation. Um, for what? <laughs> to bother to bother. That's what. That's oh my god! You don't get it. That's what powers me through life. To bother Is people. WhatsApp trolling. No, that's to bother. That's what you anyone, get your jimmies off on. <laughs> So uh, we were having a conversation and listen to this. This is the geekiest conversation that I think I had in months at least. And I do make this podcast every week and we do get really geeky here. So we were Well, I did place my dark wizard in defense mode, you know. <laughs> the Yu-Gi-Oh! Fuck, that was amazing. Just that you got that reference shows how fucking awful we are. Well, uh, excuse me, Yu-Gi-Oh! is one of the best things that happened in my life. Uh, I still have a deck of Yu-Gi-Oh! cards back home on a drawer in my old wardrobe. The same. Um, Wow. Yeah. I... Did uh, a little, little, little sidetrack. Did you ever play on the original PlayStation they came out with the Yu-Gi-Oh! game? I, I never played the the PlayStation game. I played there. There's a, a PC version of it, and there's also a cell phone version of it. That it's like oh, more okay. recent. I, I mean, but not at the time, right? Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Like right now, I mean, like a couple of months ago, I played that. If my memory serves correctly, it was an awful game. It probably was uh, because it was <laughs> PlayStation One. So whoa, there's some gems on that motherfucker. <clears throat> well, but. Maybe like 10, 15 games in total from all of them. I'm sure. I'm sure there's there's a few, but I mean the the one that's in my heart forever. I mean that's Castlevania Symphony of the Night, man. Oh, fuck. which is like one of my favorite games of all time. Such a good game. Such a good game. Um. Yeah. Well. <clears throat> okay, if you have any problems with me saying that there's only 10 or 15 games on PlayStation that are wor- worth having, um, come at me. I don't give a shit. I'll give you my address. Just send me a DM. I will get you my address and we can, like, feast cups, whatever. I don't care. Okay, what were you saying? <laughs> what This was before Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, you were... <laughs> I don't even remember the tangent. I don't give a shit. Now I'm going to talk about these. Um, <laughs> first of all, Netflix yes. documentaries series that is coming out. I'm excited about it. It's High Score, the one that I sent you the 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 trailer about it. I started it. Okay, I haven't watched it yet. I think we should watch it together and maybe like geek about it together. But that's a whole new story. Oh, then I did not. No, 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 no. Yeah, it's okay. You can. It's okay. You can finish it. You finished it already. You finished no, it. No, I I don't know how many episodes there are. But okay. I've seen two of them. Okay, I can catch up, and then we can like probably watch it together and just like yeah. I don't know. I I kind of like <laughs> I miss watching things with people. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, I obviously have someone that I'm doing that with. We're actually watching it together. Uh, uh, we okay, both then, enjoy it. Then um, fuck you. Whoa. Go, go watch it with your wife. You know what? I, okay. Um, <laughs> I. I won't give any spoilers, but I will say um, it's it's very different than I thought. And there's something that they, they're doing in it that I think is um, a really strong uh, benefit to the, the docu-series. Is that they are not going 
in chronological order. Oh, that's amazing. They're going console-wise or like... No, they're just like kind of bouncing around, which I think is cool. Yeah, but I think when you watch a series like that, like... Um, yeah, so you're say expecting like, like starting Atari an early game. Then... Yeah, they're gonna start way back there, and like, there's gonna be some of it. You're like, okay, interesting, but I don't care. Um, and uh, what's interesting about it is that they, yeah, they kind of back and forth. Like, they do a they do a Nintendo origin story. They do an Atari origin. There is a little bit of like the console, but then there's also like, here's a random person who developed a console that you've never heard of but it changed everything you're like i knew fucking nothing about that you know um and i won't give away any of what they are but it's just like a i as an organizational structure i think it's different than anything i've seen especially on a topic like that where it's almost always just a chronological story um so it's cool watch it i will definitely do it but now i won't do it with you motherfucker um. <clears throat> well, oh, now I remember what I was talking about. I was talking about the geekiest thing that, <laughs> that happened to me. Yes. So uh, your wife was actually the one that started this conversation, and it was about cable management. <laughs> oh, yeah. we. Whoa, because that's a big story of what we uh, had to go through here in this, uh, this household this well, week. Um, and that pushed me to do a couple of really crazy things that I'm going to mention to you. And I don't think anyone else knows about this besides your wife. Um, Breaking news. Yeah. Um, no. So I was like, people were sharing pictures of the lower part of their desk because we are dumb in whatever. Uh, it. You know what? Fuck everybody. I think... That is a great thing because you might get some good goddamn ideas. Oh, yeah. So anybody that listens to this show, tweet at us, tag us in Instagram, show us the bottom of your desk. I don't want to see your cummies on the bottom of a desk. I want to see your cables. Cables not, hashtag cables not cummies. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That hashtag is so clever. Uh But well, it's unique. You think anybody else is going to be tweeting with that hashtag? <laughs> uh, we should write it down. Uh, <laughs> if I had balls, that would be the name of this episode. Um, well, we can talk about that. Um, <clears throat> okay, so what happened was that I realized um, my desktop computer back home in Argentina, uh, it's, it's an expensive desktop. I paid like $2,000 for it. Um, Damn. <clears throat> yes, and I have like, it's yeah. I've never spent that much in anything in my life besides camera equipment, so it was kind of like I, it, it was there, right? And, and no one was touching it. My family wasn't even using it because they were like, "Oh no, that's Shamim's computer." Like you know, that like fancy thing that you don't want to break just in case or something like that. So I contacted my my brother's best friend, which he's studying like civil engineering and he needs like a powerful computer to do rendering and things like that. And I told him, listen, I pay this much for this computer. I want this much. You can pay however the fuck you want to my parents because uh, I don't need the money right now. It's yours. Um, so I sold my desktop. Oh, nice. You bought it? He bought it, yeah, yeah. He said like he really needed it, and that he was trying to figure it out to upgrade his laptop, and that it was like gonna be way too like expensive over there and everything, and that he was like kind of like dreaming on having a desktop like mine, and that it works. So um, nice. 
So then you got them dollar dollar bills. Dollar, imaginary dollar dollar bills because they're in Argentina and I'm not going to be able to get them here. But like either ways, I was going to send them there to like invest over there. So it doesn't matter. Um, my parents are going to get the money. However, he can pay or whatever. I don't care. That's the thing. I just didn't want the computer to be there just getting obsolete as it times goes and just sitting there. Uh, mm. It's 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 such a cool computer. It's like a, one of those like uh, like it has like a liquid cooling system and everything. It's like fancy as fuck. Yeah, and it was just there. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do that, and then I'm gonna figure out if I'm gonna upgrade my laptop or uh, I'm gonna get a desktop here. And it also yeah. is kind of like a step towards like trying to be like I'm gonna stay here. You know. Um, mm. So it's like it's not an anchor. Yes, it's not like something that is like pushing me to go back. Like, oh, I have everything for my photo studio there set already. No, now I don't have a computer. So like, it I don't know. It's just a bunch of things. Like like buying the desk here was also another thing. It was just like pushing myself to be like, hey, I need to like make this my home for as long as I'm here. If I'm gonna go back, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna sell whatever I need to do and shit like that. But I did that. Now I need to buy a computer. So uh, if you guys have any suggestions, uh, hashtag it like with the what was the hashtag again? Hashtag cables, not cummies. That's <laughs> uh, amazing. But yeah, um, that's it. Oh well, nice. Uh, well, uh, since I was just into that as I was playing consultant. Mm-hmm. Uh, to uh, to uh, my wife uh, about my wife. finding hers. If you if you want to chat, um, I already have a chat. Um, well, we can talk about this later. I don't want it to be. Well, late. I mean, like talking to me. <sighs> Who do you think is the person she asks? <laughs> yeah, but she's hotter. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. You think I'm gonna marry down? I know, right? <laughs> Please. I don't think you could go much lower than this, but um, <laughs> I mean, she definitely anyway. married down by a yeah. lot. Oh, dude, home run for uh, for me. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we did a lot with like the cable management stuff, and it's honestly something that drives me insane. But I'm not good at it, and that's I think the most frustrating part is like I I love a really clean workspace mm -hmm. like i don't want i don't want to see shit i don't want shit laying around and that's tr what's driving me crazy about me moving to where i am right now is that i don't have a desk here yet i'm on the kitchen table okay so there's no place to put shit there's no drawers there's no like hidden under desk space like headphones um, hangers or like cup holders yeah any of that well, I, well and something that we have on the other desk that uh on her desk is I had bought uh, many years ago like this sort of small wire basket mm -hmm. that you you attach to the bottom of your desk and then all your shit hangs in there instead of going down to the floor. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't know. I'm also just seeing if I'm actually going to tolerate using the kitchen table as my desk and it, or if I just go fuck this and get rid of it and buy another desk. We'll see. The experiment continues. I just bought a desk and i really like it and it has already that basket that you're talking about and it has also like a, a headphone like hook on the left and a cup holder on the right 
and it has a mouse pad all over the surface. So it's like, it's legit, it's cool, and it was cheap. So we can talk about that too. <laughs> Just like you. Um, non-stick surface. So I have a, I have a, I have a bit of an announcement. Oh, 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 yes, 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 yes. Ready? It's, this is, I know this is going to sound stupid, but I am incredibly, yeah, (laughs) I mean, welcome to the Too Stupid Podcast, out of stupid, no, no, we're full of stupid. (laughs) We're full Um, of stupid, out of uh, our mind. (laughs) Is, I'm really proud of this, this, this took a lot of work. Okay. Today, today. Mm-hmm. is the 365th day that I have practiced my languages on Duolingo. One year. I have practiced every fucking day for a year. Amazing. Congratulations. Uh, this actually, I'm not, I'm not being like an ass or anything. Like I'm actually, like it's impressive. I tip my hand. Is uh, it's actually I know some people like my my mom has over a thousand days, right? I know that. Yeah, it's crazy. And it I I I think that's that's just commitment and anything that you yeah. can do for that long, you deserve praises. Thank you, thank you. Um, I uh, it, it's an interesting thing because like I don't want it to sound like a big plug that like. Duolingo teaches you a language. No, it's uh, it's a tool, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not the only tool I use. I use many different things, actually. Um, and I'm actually finding you tell me. I know that you are also a user on mm-hmm. that website. I feel like what it's some one of its best uses is getting from zero to beginner speaker. Yeah, yeah. like Z- zero to z- twenty. Zero to twenty. That's, yeah, that's exactly. Zero to twenty, and then after twenty, you gotta you. It's all like okay. You can keep learning some vocabulary with it, but everything else from there is like okay. It's time to start doing podcasts, read some simple books. You know, like start going from there. Anyways, but um, I think this was this is something that a conversation I started with like Eric a long time ago is one of my biggest struggles in language learning, which is my biggest hobby now. It's like my main hobby, I guess, mm-hmm. that and video games, I guess. Um, and, is, and the bullet journal. like No, but I don't do stuff with it. I just use it professionally. Like, my wife does, so that's a hobby. Mine yeah. is, I, I write what I have to do for the day. Um, but I do it in Spanish. Um, now, anyway. But... Uh, one, I think one of the biggest struggles, and I think this is true about hobbies in general, um, is how to shift from motivation into habit. Mm, okay. That I think that is one of the biggest struggles of like the human existence. Yeah. And I know that sounds stupid. I'm not talking about like like really terrible thing like famine and slavery and God, but I'm just talking about like the average human mm-hmm. experience a very common struggle I think that everyone has is how to take those bursts of motivation that you have because you can't rely on those those are only there for they're like a they're firework burst. they're burst yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah they're like me on my wedding night boom done um, <laughs> and, uh, and every single other night 
Whoa. Based on what uh, I know. <laughs> if anything, it's just gotten worse. Like a bottle rocket. Um, so, uh, Not even a burst but, anymore. Just like a... <laughs> sputter. <laughs> getting old. Uh, you're just like anyway. that little drop like <laughs> in the toilet when you shit something like super solid. It just like goes back oh. to like that. What is it? That, that Poseidon kiss? <laughs> I, I had to take it there, sorry. That was gross. Um, mm-hmm. you send your hate mail to Shamim and Out of Focus. Um, <laughs> which is nowhere. an email that doesn't exist. I uh, but I, But I'm serious, though. Uh, like, that, to make that shift, I think, is everything. Like, to to be good at something. Like, for, for me, when, uh, like, becoming a musician, mm-hmm. that was a huge thing, right? You get motivation to practice, and then motivation goes away. Yep. motivation to play and it goes away and you just go through these cycles and something like learning an instrument or learning a language it's all about the long game yes. you don't you don't practice for six hours and then you're suddenly good at it yeah. no in, in fact like the opposite is better like doing one 30 hour minutes a day like, yeah. instead of six hours a day one day is is going to be way better for you so um, one of the things of why I decided I wanted to try and do a long-term Duolingo streak, even though it's not like the sole app or service that I use, is that I know that it's one that is relatively small. And for those days when my I don't wanna's are at level 9,000, mm-hmm. doing one lesson takes, what, five, five minutes. minutes? Five minutes, yeah. Yeah, five minutes to bust through it is like... I will, I'm going to make sure that regardless of any other apps that I do, I spend at least five minutes on that one. And there are, there are definitely some days over the past year where that's all I did. I did nothing else in oh, any other absolutely. apps, did no other language study, but I went, oh fuck, I have to get in my five minute, I'll do one lesson really quick, and then I hate doing it, but fuck you, I get through. But You get this stupid think, owl but, going like, congratulations. Yeah, oh, but you keep 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 on chugging along there, bud. Um, fuck that owl. I will say, <laughs> fuck that owl. That green little bitch. Um, but uh, that's uh, that's that's something that I think uh help help me do that. And now I do feel a year later after I I mean I've been trying to learn Spanish to be completely honest since the eighth grade, and I'm mm-hmm. almost thirty. Like, uh, I've been trying to learn that language since then. And now, um, by learning what I've learned about how to learn and how to create habits and, um, and sort of efficient use of your time, I actually feel like I'm now seriously making progress and not in just one, like I'm getting, I'm getting to, uh, simple conversational in Esperanto, which, which is great. Like, um, so uh, that's that's a reason I think I'm putting such a big hat on this. Is that I think it's a it's it's hard with a hobby that is the long term focus to see progress and hit like goalposts. Oh, you yeah. know, like having something where you were like, I am. F- fucking getting good at this yep and so to to have one like this uh like I, they don't come around that often so i feel uh, i feel really good about it um 
I'm proud of myself, which is a weird thing to say. <laughs> you know, and, how often do you say that out loud? It's and that's that's one of the best part of like doing these kind of things. That like you get that feeling. Like I feel like you hit it on the nail with like two things that you said. One, consistency. It has to be like it, it is part of the thing. If you want it to actually work, it has to be consistent. It's, but how do you become consistent, right? That's the that's the monster. Well, you do it with things like the stupid owl that will tell you, hey, you have only 10 more minutes to make it for like your streak today. And you're like, fuck. Right. And then you do it, <laughs> right? And then yeah. you're panicking because you have 10 minutes and it's a five minutes thing. And then you're like close to midnight and it's like, oh no, I'm going to lose my 200 and something days. And okay. That's one of the things. So you do have to, I think that like you do have to have something that pushes you towards that consistency. Like yeah. I, I'll, I'll compare these to something that I started fairly recent, but I made a commitment of a whole year because I'm paying a whole year subscription for this thing, uh, which is climbing. I Rock wall climbing. Yeah, right? ro- yeah. And it's like fake rock walls, whatever, like those things. But I made a commitment, and the thing that made the difference for me was I'm going to go with Zach. So it's um, whenever Zach is not feeling it, or like it's me, the one that is pushing. And whenever I'm not feeling it, it's him, the one that... And eventually, I know it's going to get to a point that's like both of us are not going to feel it, but then we're going to be like, but we're paying for this shit, so let's go, right? Right. Well, the, the word, right, accountability. Yeah accountability in well and also it's i feel like with rock climbing it has the same thing as with like language learning that you can make little goals in that are achievable so you feel better as you go like as you're progressing on this thing you can see the progress for example when i started uh, there's like all the walls have different numbers and like they are different like difficult difficulties and things like that so i started like okay i'm gonna do a v0 which is the the easiest one i'm gonna try to do two or three of them today and hopefully i'll be able to like climb them all i did it first day and then second day i did like a couple of v0s and one v1 and like that and now i'm like on like i did like two v2s and like that and there was one climb that needed a jump and where i had to go from like grabbing myself from two rocks jumping completely in the air and grab myself from two other like rocks and that was like on tuesday last week i couldn't make it and i said myself i said i need to be able to do it before the end of the month i need to be able to do it and that was it. I, I didn't even want to finish the, the climb because the climb is a really hard one. But I, I want right. to be able to do that part. And today I actually made it. And it, it felt nice. amazing. Yeah. And, and and I was talking with some friends about it like during the week. So I sent them a little video of me doing it. And they're like, oh, that's like that kind of thing. It's what pushes me at least. Like having those little goals that I can reach. Um, the yeah. same thing with like playing an instrument for me, it was like being able to like play five like chords. And then after that, using those fives into a song and like those little things, they, they go forward um, in, in, in a way that is like visible. Yeah. Can I be narcissistic here about Please. this <clears throat> conversation? Like always. Um, <laughs> fuck. Hitting close to home. Um, 
I absolutely agree. And also the research, right, backs all of those things when it comes to like making progress in habits is like setting small obtainable goals as part of reaching a larger goal. And I mean, to even step back even further, as a therapist, that's what I do with the people that I work with, right? I have these long-term things I'm looking for, but there are benchmarks along the way that we're trying to hit. I feel like, and maybe this is just for me, because I am not someone who, in in my big focus hobby, which is language learning, I'm not into sort of taking the the exams um, that are, you know, of, you know, the B2 the whatever you know all of the, I'm not into those I don't I don't want to study for tests um because so you're studying to learn those, yeah yeah well to learn and also I think the biggest motivator for me is like I love being able to connect with the kind of people that I couldn't normally do that with before mm-hmm. and it's it's a really cool thing uh like one of one of my favorite examples is um I know there's there's not many, but uh, I know uh, I know a few fluent Esperanto speakers, and one of them that um, I'm friends with, like on social media, you know, like Instagram and Twitter and stuff, um, and interacting with her is uh, that her, she doesn't speak English. Oh. She's a native Spanish speaker who is also fluent in Esperanto. Awesome. So if I need to ask her questions about Esperanto, I have to do it in Spanish. Oh, that's a double challenge for you. That's amazing. Yeah. I have to be able to explain the problem that I'm having in trying to understand my lesser language through one that I'm stronger in, but I still have to be able to do it, right? In both. So it's it's a... But I could have never interacted with her if I didn't know Spanish. Mm-hmm. Because my Esperanto is so basic that we wouldn't have been able to have another language to check out into to be able to help for her to help me. She wouldn't she wouldn't be able to explain it. So anyways, uh, that's a tangent to um, when it comes to we got setting small goals. Time. Yeah, it's you, right? I don't hear it in mine. I think no, it's, it's not you. me. What? That's weird. I feel like I just hear it in my headphones. Um but who knows? I have a stage in ears in, so you never know. Um, I have no idea, man, but... Where are the policia? <laughs> Hello? Um, policia? The call's coming from inside the house. Oh, Dios mio. Um, but, uh, so... I when told it comes you to not send- to call the police! God damn it! And I wanted, I wanted to ask you this question about... Um, language learning because you are someone who has had success in multiple languages which is really cool um well, how you. do you set small goals in language because i feel like in music i can do that but i struggle i still struggle with small goals in language. i think benchmarks are more vague well it's kind of hard because i'm i'm struggling a lot with french right now I'm trying, but I'm also getting like super lazy. I'm just doing Duolingo and it's like you, what you said, like, it's just like, oh, that like five minutes that I'm doing per day. I'm on that stage right now. But with yeah. English, um, for me, it was, um, well, first of all, I was forced into studying English when I was a kid by my grandparents because I didn't speak any Persian and they didn't speak any Spanish. 
and they were living in Canada and I was living in Argentina. So my grandma actually paid my formal classes, private classes to learn English. But then I kind of hated it until I went to Canada to visit them. And I realized I could understand a lot more than I thought. And that was a motivator for me to like continue to do that. So what I will say, it's the, the easiest way to, um, to get motivated and to set those like marks. It's challenge yourself in a way like, for example, I know you do these and, and this is something that I will always suggest is like watch a TV show that you already know in your own language, in another language with the subtitles on the same language so that you can read and hear at the same time and things like that. But all of those things are only going to work if you care enough to play that TV show and things like that. Right. So, Well, and, and sorry to interject, but I feel like sometimes those are hard because you go like, okay, I watched the show. But you're not getting it. Or like, but also, also the level of difficulty of the show is a big factor, right? So that... that that does make it tough. Uh, I, I would say like one of the only more successful things I found recently is I bought a book that is a little too hard for me. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like it's, uh, it's, um, it's a book where it's, it's Spanish level is like, I can, if I were to read a chapter cold, maybe 56%. 50 or 60 percent i understand okay and the other half is like i have no fucking idea but i'm noticing if i do that and i like take and i can't do it every day it's just like i'm i after my to be quite honest after my graduate degree my hobby of reading like mm. just tanked like yes. i don't want to read anymore after my graduate degree it was just too much and may i hope to get back into more reading later but I've been trying to do it by a week, like take one chapter a week and try and read it at least more than once. Okay. So I read, I read the first chapter cause I just bought the book. And again, it was like, I got maybe half of it, but there were some very key vocabulary words that were essential to the story that I didn't know what they were. And so I didn't understand the grasp of like, the interactions, like the main subject, what are they even talking about? I understand some people are upset about this, other people are fine with it, but what is it? I don't even know what it is. And then, you know, at the end, I, I was underlining, you know, a couple, look up a couple words, like, oh, okay, that clicks. And then I tried to read it again the other day, and ah, I think I got about 75%, because just those two or three vocabulary words unlocked so much more because I could get more based on context. So I think a piece of it is like finding some stuff like that. But uh, it's still a struggle for me. Well, but it's still a challenge. You still, it, that's like a yeah. little challenge. And one of the things I will suggest, and is the reason why I love Kindles so much, it's the ebook versions of these books, right? Let's say you're, you're yeah. reading a book and you don't understand a word. If you are on a Kindle, you just... Put your finger on the screen, hold it, and then it will tell you what does that word mean. It's amazing, that kind of technology, yeah. especially with uh, the paper white, which is the one that I have, because the, 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 the thing still looks like it's 
paper and it doesn't hurt your eyes and it's small and you can take like 50,000 books inside that device. And right. so it's like, it's everything that is good. The only thing that it doesn't have is the smell of a brand new book, which I love. Um, it's a good thing. I know it's like one of my favorite things, but like it's, it's a practical thing. So you can, you can learn faster. You can get like those words like right away. Right. That, but like also maybe if you go to a dictionary and you search it, you get it deeper into your head instead of like just clicking one button and things like that. So it's really up to how you do these things. And another thing, like for me too, it's, it's about a book. Like the reason why I started learning French is I want to be able to read, and this is, you're going to laugh. I want to be able to read the little prince in its original language, French. Fair. Done. And it's a, dumb book like it's a small book like i yeah but, but i'm still not like i don't feel still comfortable enough to even start that book but i yeah. i will do it right i wanted to um get out of our uh language rabbit hole a little i i i gotta i gotta put one asterisk on the <laughs> end ahead. which is uh there's there's a really wonderful book that i'm blanking on the title and even the author but it was something eric introduced me to live on an early episode um I believe the author name is uh, like Kotu Lam or something very similar. But she was a famous polyglot in the 50s okay. from Hungary okay. and was like able to master over 20 languages in in the physical age where like she had to sit with dictionaries wow. right to be able to read like she didn't have internet she wasn't able to just travel on a whim um and she wrote a book about it uh and i have to say what we're talking about is one of her biggest points which was read like she's uh, speaking and doing everything but reading is motivation to give you access to things you're interested in Mm -hmm. Right. You have to find things you're interested in and then input like taking it in. And yes, you do have to use it. Uh, but um, that that's a big piece to challenge you. Um, and that's exactly what she said, you know, 60 something years ago when she wrote that book. Um, it's fantastic. So and I'm uh, going to use your what you just said as a segue and say like I, I, I actually you, look you, at this segue. You mentioned the fact of like reading about like things that you're interested about. And that makes it like a whole difference. I had two days ago, a video call two hours, like two clock hours talking about photography with a friend from back home. I was teaching him some tricks on his camera and things like that. And that made me actually think like I could easily stand in front of like people and talk for two hours about photography without having to do any research. And yeah, it, it makes like, it makes, me feel amazing about it like just like i'm so passionate about it and I, it happens to be what i want to do for a living so it's like also like it's all combined like you know like that whole cliche of like oh do what you love and you never work in your whole life like things like that it actually feels that way because I, I don't feel the time passing at all i'm just doing this thing that i'm passionate about and my friend was like i'm gonna pay you for this i'm like you will but it's going to be with a barbecue whenever I go back to Argentina or something like that. I don't, I don't need you to send me money right now or anything like that. Um, but yeah. it, it made me like wonder, like, is there anything that you could talk for two hours, like without having to research at all? Yeah, man, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I mean, we are doing that kind of right now. So. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, I, I think, uh, 
early earlier on when I was younger, it was, and I know this sounds stupid, but music theory. Mm-hmm. Me and the like, especially stupid. when I was uh, when I was in my first couple years in my undergraduate program, me and some of the other music students, we would sit around and just talk music theory for hours. And I will tell you, my at the time girlfriend, which is now my wife, uh, hated it. Uh, because she was a photo major and hated hanging around with us as we sat and talked about music theory for hours. Um, that, obviously language and language learning, because I'm mm-hmm. fucking obsessed with it now, but mm-hmm. even more than that is my my job, my field of practice. I. It, it's a weird thing. There are some people that like... You know, your job is your job, and that's fine, but, like, I am in 100%. Where, um, when I, when I was in my uh, graduate program, I had to facilitate these four-hour classes twice a week where we would watch session videos of other therapists working in the clinic, mm-hmm. and we would analyze them. And they would, four hours would breeze by. Because I was into it. I was, re- and some of the students were not, or like, you know, just enough that like they're learning about it. But like, I was, I was having fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. So I think for me, it's, that's probably the biggest one over anything, which makes me feel like I made the right choice in my career, right? That like I'm spending my life dedicating it to something that I think is really interesting. Which, which makes it easy to just be like, I, I will get a master's. I will work in this thing like 40 hours a week and like get home and not feel like I want to punch a wall. So it's like, it's those kind of things that makes you be happier. At least I feel that's the way like I see it. Um, which brings me to two things that we talked last week. And uh, I wanted to like give like little shout outs about it. Um, I was talking about my beard. You remember we talked about like the whole process and how I do it and everything. You and your beard. Yes. I mentioned it to a friend, the, the one that I kind of casually mentioned. Like he has a company that makes like beard products. I want to give them a shout out. It's like La Revolución yeah. de la Barba. La Revolución oh, say de it la again. Barba. I, I talked over you. La Revolución de la Barba. It's oh, the- now for uh, non-Spanish speakers, could you try and whiten it up so they could find the website if they if they looked for it? Yeah, it's it's the translation to Spanish of the Beard Revolution. Uh, it's um, I will be sharing their like social media on our social media. It's a uh, it's from Paraguay and they are currently struggling due to the pandemic with international shipping. But uh, their product, it's like, like I said it before, it's so good that you can have it in your face the whole day and still love it. Um, <laughs> right? Which is a big deal. Um, and another thing is that a friend of mine that she started a company that it's all about geeky stuff. I also kind of mentioned it like before. Uh, her company is called Arca. And I will be sharing their social media too. But it's uh, in Argentina. She is selling like Funka Pops and stickers and things of like Harry Potter and like Marvel and DC and everything. It's just like amazing because that's kind of like what we talk about here all the time. It's either video games, true. TV shows, like books, language and that. So I was just, just nerdy gonna- shit. 
Yeah, I was just gonna tell like Aldana. I told her like, hey, I'm gonna be like talking about your thing because uh, kind of like matches our uh, style. And uh, yes, um, I was gonna ask you. Well, uh, I'm I'm going to interject here. I don't yeah. have a theme for it, but yeah. it's it's been a while, and we have some listener mail. What? Where are the nudes? Send me the nudes. I want to see a child killer naked. So, uh, <laughs> for now, that's me. my transition. Still gets me. Uh, I'm so me. glad I went and pulled that out of that episode. This is my uh, favorite. Um, okay, so we have a, a listener mail, hmm. and I, I, I won't read a full name because you know you never know about like consent. Yeah, but I'll, I'll, I'll say first name. All yeah. right. The, the the title uh, says June Shine, and it says, uh, "Hey hey, I listened to your latest podcast about hard seltzer, love White Claw." I roll. Oh, I'm just kidding. I do too. I do too. I'm basic. Uh, he said, "And and you forgot to mention the new craze white people love." Oh. Oh, this could be a fun <laughs> game. What do you think is the new craze white people love, Shamim? Oh, uh, well, it's, it's like, I kind of know already. Which oh, you already know. So, Fuck you. Yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right. But I would right. say butt plugs that have LED lights. <laughs> 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 all uh, I, I only like the ones that are shaped like Patrick from SpongeBob. Um <laughs> Cause then it's a chocolate starfish. <laughs> I I just I I uh, no, that was a joke no. that I did not plan, and I fucking love it. That is, I I you know this is the second time on this epi- on this show that I've backpedaled to suck my own dick about a joke. That was brilliant, and I don't give a shit. Agree to disagree. <laughs> Fuck you. Okay. You, and you forgot to mention the new craze white people love, hard kombucha. It's pronounced kombucha? Kombucha. Well, in white, see the white people that love it say kombucha. Um, so <laughs> she says, uh, check out June Shine, and then she gives us an Instagram link. Maybe we'll share it on our, our Instagram here. Uh, he said, it, it's, <laughs> it's catching on. Uh, she said, "I've bought it. I've bought it a few times, and it's freaking good." Your favorite white girl, Jacqueline. <laughs> uh, so it sounds like we have white girl stamp of approval, at least of that I, episode <laughs> that we talk about white claw. Why is it? Uh, why is it that white claw episode gets the white people <laughs> right off? That, then they're writing in, you know. We we put the chum in the water, you know. We're yeah. like, here you go, you white people. Uh, drink it up, drink I, it up. I do um, not feel represented by this podcast. Um, <laughs> where's my soccer fans? <laughs> you have to know that I resisted a joke of like doing something very stereotypically Mexican because I think that's what an American would do in response of like, I don't feel, rep- oh, you're brown? Must be Mexican. <laughs> the only song that they know. Uh, 
No, that is not the you know white people here oh, do not know that. La cucaracha, la cucaracha. That's yeah, so or or uh, dude, I'm I'm serious about this. It's La Bamba. That's the one people <laughs> know. Maybe they know uh, Mark Anthony, uh, La Vida. Oh yeah, those are good Maybe. songs. Those are good songs. Um, that is a good song. I like that one. Anyway, so here's here's uh, my question for you. First of all, I think that was an episode title. What what was it about? Uh, oh God, I already lost it. Son of a bitch. <laughs> like the white. Uh, you find your white girl. I don't know. God damn it, I lost it. You can always go back and listen to the whole thing. I'm not gonna listen to this shit. <laughs> Um, uh, have you had kombucha? Kombucha, yes, I did have the not the hard kombucha, which means alcoholic one. But um, this is uh, something oh, interesting. I thought it. I thought it was uh, just. I thought it was just full of the happy blue pills to give you erections. <laughs> no, that would be after. Um, you're not hard as you're drinking it. You'll be good. <laughs> Whatever. I'm not even gonna continue. Uh, <laughs> I had kombucha. Listen to these. 1998 I had kombucha what? my aunt was big into it and she like I don't know if you know what kombucha is it's basically uh, like fungus water like you like grow this like specific kind of like tr- like from into like a liquid and then it releases these like nutrients and shit and then you drink that it's awful Yes, it is. I've tried it one time. It tastes like a butthole. And not the good kind that you eat on Valentine's Day. <laughs> not the clean one. Not the waxed one. The hairy, sweaty, disgusting one. We call it the truck driver special. We've <laughs> been sitting and marinating on it for 18 hours. Um, stop. Because stop. that's what it is. It's like ferment. Okay, so I have a gross story about kombucha. All right. So I have a, a very dear friend. Um, you know, maybe I'll keep this vague in case he wants to keep it secret. But uh, I have a I have a friend who uh, is, is very into it, or it was at the time. And he... Also was making it himself in uh, his apartment. Mm-hmm. And um, I will say that it wasn't here in New York. It was in another location in the country that is known for like very humid, very hot. Um, so he was uh, after experimenting with some small batches, he decided he was going to go for a big one. He was going to make a big motherfucker. So it was seriously like the size of, you know, uh, if you go to like a water cooler in an office, Mm -hmm. the big fucking, it was that size. So he had one of those set up in his living room. I'm already disgusted by this. I'm like, I know that it's not even the, the ending of it. Like, just the smell no. of, like, making kombucha. I didn't go to well, my aunt's house when she was into it because it smelled awful. Here's the thing. Um, maybe if I'm maybe my memory's flawed, but if I remember correctly, the top was relatively like it wasn't sealed completely, oh, but no, it was yeah. kind of covered up. It has to be um, sealed for like the fermentation to happen and shit like that. Right. But then you open so, it and and, and I think he had I I don't know maybe it was like 
sort of like the saran wrap or something over the top. I don't know. But he had this giant jug. It was multiple gallons, right? And he had it going for, I remember, a significant amount of time. Because I wasn't over there every day, but I was over there frequently. Um, And, you know, the sort of like that floating fungus chunk that develops on top, the sort of... uh, the the it's almost it, it's like a mushroom isn't it am i wrong no no you're right you're right it's it's like a shroom yeah yeah okay so like the, it was huge like the size of a large pizza was on the top of this fucking uh liquid piss that was uh in this big jar and uh i remember uh so it was going you know this took time time and yes. effort to like keep it going and I remember I went to his house one day, and it was gone. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck happened to your piss bowl you had going over there? Um, and he goes, oh, shit. What happened? What happened? What happened? He's like, well, I came out one morning, and there was... Uh, the 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 sort of shroom top mm-hmm. had sort of broken and was down at the bottom and there was there was something there's something there too like there was like sort of just this dark cloudy thing and he's like so it was obviously ruined but I didn't understand what happened and so I dumped it out and found a dead mouse no. So a mouse chewed through the top, uh. fell into the mushroom, and just started eating it, eating it until it fell through and drowned, and then just disintegrated into the fucking kombucha. <laughs> fucking hate you right now. Oh, <laughs> this is okay. Coconut maggot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This, this is, is the, worst. This, this, this is, is worst. Fuck you. I, I don't know if it's worse. Because it wasn't attached to a human. But he, uh, yeah, he, and then he lost that whole fucking big ass tub of kombucha. Oh, oh, man. Shamim's face right now, he's gonna fucking die. Uh, this is, no, we're not talking about this anymore. Oh my god, this is so bad. So that, after that, I had tried it like one time before that, and then after that, like, I'm done. Never again. I don't no. ever fucking want that in or around my mouth. No. And it's basically like drinking yeast. It like tastes awful. It's no. No. And it's not I mean I don't like the flavor of beer either. So you cannot come at me and be like, oh but if you drink beer, it's like the same no. I don't like beer either. Exactly. That's why white claw is a big thing. <laughs> Hey, I'll have you know that I just took my last sip because I always have a, a beverage for the podcast. Of his- Hennessy, motherfucker. All right. Oh, 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 not man bearing it up. Here I am drinking my mate and trying to not make noises, which I probably failed miserably. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, you know what else happened this week? What? I got a tattoo. Oh my god, we're almost like to the end of the episode and you brought up the fucking tattoo yeah. at the end? And we're not gonna talk about it. 
<laughs> we're not going to talk. You're, are you going to reveal at least what the fuck it is? Yeah, I'll, I'll post it on social media. You know what? Yeah. Well, well, give us a give us a, no. a, a quick notes version. You okay. got a quick notes. Is this your first tattoo? Uh, this is my fourth tattoo. But fourth. Yeah, it's um, eh, it's a significant one, and like I feel like this is something that I would like to talk like at length, because uh, like the the reason why it's significant, it's also like connected to my personal life, and I don't mind sharing the like the reasons of things, but uh, it's 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 a pickle Rick. In pickle Rick. Pickle Rick. And you'll be laughing. He's like, ha ha ha. Why is it so significant? Huh? Um, I feel like I'm probably one of the only people in the world that got a lot more out of that episode than like anyone else. But for me, like pickle rake, it's like a symbol on how going to therapy, it's easier than getting yourself into a pickle. Cause like he literally makes himself into a pickle to avoid family from therapy. Rick and Morty. Yeah, from Rick right? and Morty. Yeah. Wait. If you don't know this, you shouldn't be listening to this podcast. Um Whoa. <laughs> no, actually, that's one of the things. People will be like, why do you tattoo yourself a cucumber? I'm like, oh it's pickle rick. <laughs> a cucumber? A cucumber. <laughs> a fucking cucumber. No. It's pickle rick. That's but amazing. Whatever. Um yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's um it's a friendly reminder. That, uh, just uh, go to therapy, okay? It's better. As a uh, licensed and credentialed therapist, I disagree. Fuck you. You can solve <laughs> it on your own. Just drink your feelings. <laughs> and tune in next week for more Tattoo Talk. We'll get the deep, dark secrets. And, and I will show you my cucumber. So anyways, I was there with this girl and I kombuchaed all over her face. (laughs) It's better than ranching. Oh!